You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey everyone, Kevin here asking you to head over to our Patreon and check it out. Enjoy benefits like exclusive content, merch discounts, and behind the scenes looks at all things Rare Drop. Go to patreon.com slash raredrop to become a member today. And thank you so much to our current patrons who helped make this show possible. Dave the New Nerd, Neil Anderson, Jack DeVille, Philip Snyder, Jedi Chappie, Paul Marzik, Aether Mana, Respect KS, PD Club, wow dad, Justin McMahon, Stephen Purd, Matt LaRue, and all of the other patrons. Thank you so much. Well, hello everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right, we're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Broman Podcast, episode 144, with a very special guest, Samantha Lupo, the charity director for Gaming Community Expo. <laughs> That's so special sounding. <laughs> it is special. Um, it's super special. This is a this is a unique podcast because um, well, we're also kind of coupling this with with telling all of you that we have a new charity director in town uh, at GCX, and it's and it's Samantha Lupo, and isn't that exciting? Um, so yeah, I do you want to say you say hello to everybody and introduce yourself and all that stuff for folks who might not know you? Yeah. Um, hi. <laughs> I'm Sam. Uh, <laughs> if you maybe have heard of me or maybe have not, but I uh, am a mama to a six-year-old boy named Charlie. I manage my husband's streaming. If you know who Dr. Lupo is, that is the other half right here. And I do all the things that is not uh, go live. Uh, he does all that. I do everything behind the scenes. And, and now I have this fun new job, right, of doing charity director for GCX, which was like... It's it's been a dream for a few years to do something like this. So, yeah. Oh man, just right off the right off the start with the my heart. <laughs> That's yeah. You know, I we for the to cover the GCX part first because I think you know a lot of people probably might be listening for that. I we at GCX realized um, as Rare Drop was go growing that. Um, you know, we wanted to work with more charities and like try to help more folks. Um, but in doing that, it became really apparent that, you know, GCX is a full time job uh, and it is something that needs a lot of attention to be incredibly successful. And so we kind of realized that last year and we were like, oh, man. And uh, Samantha had been so incredibly helpful the entire time getting the marathon ready last year um i told her i've told her this and i'll say it a million times like i don't know if we would have gotten it done uh without all of her help and so it was sort of a dream for us we i remember we talked about messaging you know and they were like do you think she'd accept and i was like i have, I have no idea i really <laughs> really hope so because she was so helpful um so you know that's that's part of the reason why we're handing everything off and i mean yeah, like Sam Samantha is like one of the most tenured fundraising like people in the gaming space. Like you mentioned that, you know, Ben hits the go live stuff, but listening in on on uh, the, you know, build against cancer meetings and working with you last year, it became really obvious that you have like an incredible talent. 
for designing these kind of events. So I, I'm honored to work with you. My question in all of that is what, what have you, like, what has it been like growing that skill for fundraising, right? Like it's yeah. started small and then ended up with, with, you know, build against cancer and things that we're doing together now, but like that, that road is so strange. So what was it like? It, it is. I mean, it's not like you're a kid and you're like, I want to be a director of a charity event and, yeah. and stuff like that. But I think um, what makes it fairly easy for me is that my parents have always been entre entrepreneurs. Um, they've always owned their own businesses. They've always done their own projects. My dad's always, you know, finished our own basements and built our own houses. And like, they've always just done stuff on their own and then ask for help when they need it kind of thing. And so that's just what is natural to me is to just take an idea and do it. Um, and then, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does, then cool, then improve on it. And then following years after that. Um, so I like outside of college, um, or actually, I guess I was still in college. I was managing a portrait studio uh, in the mall. And then I started my own business for 10 years. And then, so I already had like that whole business side and business brain kind of like stuck in me from the age of whenever you can comprehend that stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so for, for me to do something like this, it combines two things that I feel like I'm fairly good at. And one is, is having a business persona and two is being creative always wanted to be an artist of some kind, a planner, a designer of something. Um, and I fulfilled that with having 10 years of a successful photography business and was kind of ready for a new, a new dream after that. I thoroughly believe you don't have to have just one dream and you can, you know, accomplish a dream job and then you can find a new dream job and go for that as well. So when I, I was taking over for Ben and helping him plan out stuff. Build Against Cancer was still fairly new and it was his idea, his baby. I was just there to answer the emails for it. And it wasn't until last year in 2020 that he, he was like, I want to do something different, but like, what can we do that's different? And I said, I have ideas <laughs> <laughs> and I did like a full presentation <laughs> Oh man! Of, of like, this is how I would do it. These are all my ideas. Here's some guest ideas. And here's how I would structure everything and all this kind of stuff. And at the end, he's like, all right, tell me what I need to do. <laughs> and he just kind of sent me, sent me on my way. And I think I was really craving that because I had quit my photography business the year prior in 2019 um, for just, I was kind of burned out from it. Uh, for health issues, I have Lyme disease, so it was just really hard for me to constantly be doing, you know, 10 shoots a week and um, staying up late to edit those with chronic fatigue. It's just not fun. Um, and so for about a year, I kind of had nothing in it that to really grasp a hold of other than, you know, put your head down and daily grind kind of stuff. So for when he gave me the reins for that, I just kind of exploded with all this excitement. <laughs> And so when you guys asked me to help with GCX this last year, uh, I was like, yeah, 
like I didn't use this person or this person or this person or this person for BAC. <laughs> I could totally use you for GCX. And then it turned into like, oh, hold on. I need to save some of my own stuff for me instead yeah. of giving you all of my ideas. So yeah. but now you can use all of them. <laughs> yeah. And now, now it can be teamwork. Yes. Which is, yeah. That's, yeah. that's where it is. <laughs> so I, you, you said a lot of stuff and I'm super curious um, about, you said your parents were really very entrepreneurial and, and it was always about like this refining process. Like how, how has that been part of your, I guess, like journey of employment, right? Because you've, you've kind of hopped around from different things and you said that you believe you don't have to just have one dream. So I'm super interested, like what, what sort of skills carried over through all of this into like what you're doing now? I think organization is the biggest Ooh. thing. <laughs> uh, being able, and what's so funny is because like, I am a naturally messy person. I'm a very messy person. Like I set a cup down and it does not get touched for like a week <laughs> kind of thing in my office. Um, and so it, but I can organize that kind of stuff in my brain. Like I can totally see the mental map, you know, like what was it called when like the spider web that you have to make when you're in school. Oh yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like the web map kind of thing like that all, that all makes sense in my brain. Um, and having to, you know, work for a corporate studio, I had to stick with very strict rules and things had to be done certain ways. And I kind of just mm. picked up from that. And, um, I think that's that's like the biggest thing is is all of it is organization and also the ability to speak with confidence and present yourself with confidence, even if you don't have it uh, <laughs> is, is the biggest thing. You know, the fake it till you make it kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> that's 100 yeah. percent a real thing. Um, so I think being able to combine all of those ideas together and present them in a way that gets people excited is something that I've used in every single job that I've ever had. So I, man, and that, that is like, that is the, that's like the direct line to being able to do fundraising effectively, especially mm -hmm. in, especially in the gaming space when things are so there's things change rapidly. Well, the live streaming space, in particular, like things change so quickly, like there's new expectations and there's trend reading and there's all of the stuff that has to go into like making just one choice. Um, but, you know, you have to go out and find people that are willing to support each one of these tiny ideas that turn into the big show. And it is. And it's hard. I like the you know, sometimes sometimes you do have to go in there and you'll be like, this is the best thing that I could think of at this moment, but it's like, you got, you're like, that's it. Like, that's what we're going to try and stick through and, and yes. make happen. And it is really difficult to get people to believe in something that they can't see. Uh, it's very conceptually talking to like, you know, saying, Oh, well, we're going to have like a little character on the stream. That's going to run out and like carry your logo around and all this other stuff. It's not like there's a concrete example of it. Right. As to the, as to like the return of value or things like that. And it's it's a fun it's a fun problem to try and solve. So what has been the favorite? What has been your favorite thing that you've put together so far? I really think Build Against Cancer last year was something unique in its own way that 
it was produced from where I am sitting and where Ben is sitting. Um, not you, other Ben, my Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not me. Um, and that was it. And and we have we have an amazing team with Ben's management team and um, and you guys and St. Jude and St. Jude. <laughs> I was gonna say Rogue right after that. And Rogue ah. and uh, we just have like a really great team at our fingertips that made it all possible. But that weekend, I did not leave this chair. Ooh. And it was really cool to see that uh, that we were able to have so many different guests and we had hosts and those hosts had guests and we were able to make everything happen. And if I remember correctly, there was like, maybe one technical issue otherwise we had zero technical issues the whole entire time mm. and it was a fun thing that ben and i were excited about and when the two of us get really excited about something like just the energy between us is is so fun and we're laughing and just like everything felt good and charlie was able to be involved last year mm. um, with decorating cookies with me and that was purely his idea uh, his goal was a thousand dollars, and he raised what seventy thousand dollars? Yeah, uh, in an hour, and so like it's just so it was cool to make it a whole family experience for me. Yeah, I, and that is something, you know, you do such an excellent job of incorporating the family element into mo much of the content that that you make, and I think that it's really incredible. Um, how you approach that as a parent um you know you you do things thoughtfully because like i don't i'm trying to i'm trying to put the question together uh, but like you know it's not about like you're my kid so you're gonna do this um mm -hmm. it's you know like you said like charlie wanted to he like chose to participate um what so from a parenting perspective, what's that like trying to manage a huge event that might have this little tiny part of it decide, you know, things are going to change um, right. I mean, at the last it, minute? It could be two minutes before and he could just tell me he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, and at that point, Ben just would have played Minecraft longer. Kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the plan this year. Um, Charlie, is, Charlie wants to be a scientist. He wants to be a roboticist and a rocket scientist when he gets older. Um, and so he wants to do science experiments for everybody. Um, mm. And he has his little goggles and we have our science books and we have like the test tubes and stuff like that. And I know that it could take me an hour to set all of that up in two minutes beforehand. He can say, I just want to play games on my iPad. And I'd have to be like, Cool. I thoroughly enjoy setting this stuff up just to take it down. Um, <laughs> but I think that he, you know, you're never, you never get to choose which family you're born into and in the situations that your parents, the, those decisions that they make, um, you don't get a choice in that as a kid. So for him, um, anytime that, that he's posted on social media or I take his picture, um, I ask him, I ask him, Hey, can I take your picture? And like, if we're at the pumpkin patch and he says no, and I'm like, all right, let's go do something else then. Um, and if I, if he's going to be in a story or something like that on Instagram, I, I always just say, Hey, can I record a video for Instagram? And he knows what that is. And, and he'll usually say yes, but sometimes he'll just be like, I don't really want to. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Cause you don't have to, 
don't have to be me. Um, and so that's been a, a really big thing for us. We asked him this year if he wanted to be part of Building It's Cancer again. And he said yes. Uh, on the walk home from school a couple days ago, he told me that his goal this year is $4,000. And I was oh. like, buddy, you did $70,000 last year. And he's <laughs> like, I know, but just in case, I think $4,000 is bigger than $1,000. And I'm like, it is. So <laughs> his goal is $4,000 this year. Oh, my, that made my heart so happy. Right? Oh, that's so, that's so cute. But it's just so cool to see him want to be involved and be proud of, of his dad and be proud of his mom and be proud of himself. Like my favorite clip from Billy Gans Cancer last year was Charlie when he was just like, I am 1000% proud of myself. And I was like, of course you are because you're so awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, as a parent, like it just, it's never, never forced upon him. Um, mm. And I think that's that's the way that allows him to be engaged with the causes that we're passionate about um, on his own. I don't I don't ever want him to be a puppet, and mm. I don't want to use him for content or use him for you know raising money or getting money myself or anything like that. Like I want him to be who he is, and it just happens that he is you know enjoying the things that we enjoy. So I think that's awesome. Like that's really cool. Um, he's a cool kid. So. He's a he's a cool kid. Uh, I I want to talk a little bit about like you did coordinate everything remotely for Build Against Cancer last year. That is like a technical monster. So how did you go about uh, like organizing all of that? Um, I am not the tech person. Ben would be the tech person but oh. when it came down to it. So he would <laughs> yeah. be the one, he's the one that came up with the idea that they stream, he grabs it, he restreams it, yada, yada, yada. Um, there probably was a better way of doing that. But in the time that was what we knew we were capable of doing. Mm. Um, he has his beefy three PC setup, So he's able to do that without any kind of like image loss, all that kind of stuff, techie words. Um, but as far as like, coordinating to make sure that the the handoffs and all that kind of stuff were were solid i i am 100 percent a pen and paper person um so everything was just written down and so like for this year with planning build against cancer our team got a little bit bigger uh and everyone's like do you have like a spreadsheet and it's like of course i I don't have a spreadsheet i have pen and paper and i know everything that's going on and that's all that matters right (laughs) yeah is you guys don't need to know what's going on unless i need you to know something that's going on (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's why i think i work so well uh just like with a small team so when we had our first call for build against cancer we had like i think 17 people on the first call and I'm just sitting here looking at the list of people and I was like, man, this is a lot of people. I don't think, like, <laughs> is it really necessary to have five people from one place on the same call kind of thing? Yeah. Um, but you know what? The the team is what makes it happen. Um, but the the tech stuff, 100% Ben, that's all his, his brainchild and everything. But I had to then explain that to everybody mm. that was coming through. And once I got people, they're like, I'm doing what? I'm, I'm streaming, but then you're capturing my stream, but are people <laughs> in my stream? And I was like, 
yeah, just tell your mods to tell them to go somewhere else kind of thing. <laughs> and, you know, it probably, like I said, it could have been better. It could have been smoother. We had a lot of people messaging us being like, you should do this because they, uh, they told us what you guys did for, for GCX and, ah. um, and like streaming to a server and stuff like that. And I was like, nah, we're just going to do our own thing. I mean... <laughs> I did not touch that. Like that was all Paul. Yeah. I was like, I was like, they were like, we're going to do all this streaming stuff. And I was like, I trust you. <laughs> Have fun. I trust you. Um, but we managed that. We managed all that really well. I, you know, I'm, I'm very much the same way with, like I have all the ideas and I'm like, once it's good, then, you know, you tell the rest of the team, like this, this is when I need help or this is what we need to to kind of organize. And it's been fun over the past couple of weeks to brainstorm with, with you. And then now trying we to- We both have our notebooks. We both have our notebooks out. Yeah. We're both like scribbling in silence for like a, a minute or yeah. something like, okay. <laughs> I actually, for the first time caught, I caught that like la last week and I was like, oh, like I'm not talking. And I was like, is this okay? <laughs> yeah, totally, of course. totally. It, it was perfect like that's what it was it was just perfect because i knew you were there if i needed you but i didn't i didn't need you but it was just yeah. nice to know that you were there and i could just ask you a question right away or if i had an idea or whatever like yeah. that that kind of collaboration is um i think is good and it's a lot of fun oh i love yeah brainstorming is uh brainstorming is my favorite because you just get to think of stuff and then it doesn't matter if it's reasonable or not yet. Like you get to show up and ask other people something. You're like, hey, is, <laughs> is this reasonable? And they're like, no, yeah. not at all. It's not. Like, but can you make you it get reasonable? <laughs> yeah, like the unreasonable requests are where cool things show up. Like that's how we mm -hmm. got. Um, everyone really, really wanted a like a Destiny PvP tournament. Uh, I think it was 2017 and that or no. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. Kevin, if Kevin was here, he'd know. Um, but we, you know, we were told by everybody on the production side of things like, <clears throat> well, it's really complicated to capture all those points of view and like do this other stuff. And we don't know if you could produce that. And we were like, I'll do it anyway. And uh, it worked. And I think we're, we're still the we were the only event for a while. I don't know if we're still the event that like managed to capture everybody all six players perspectives or something like that it's like a really proud production point but that was now it's not hard anymore <laughs> but that was like a technical feat uh back in the day getting all that hardware running so i i like unreasonable requests what's the most unreasonable idea that you've seen come to like full like fruition mm, um I had a really great idea for this year and it didn't come to fruition. Oh, those in, are the in worst. The full, in the full <laughs> scope that I wanted, mm -hmm. um, which I mean, when is this going out? This is going out before building against cancer. This is going out before BAC. Yeah. Okay. So it should be announced by then, but I wanted okay. to do a, a stupid giant Uno tournament that lasted four weeks. And, um, you know, last year it was so easy to have 10 people be in an Among Us lobby because everybody was stuck at home. And this year people aren't and people are working again and traveling and they want to go do things for the holidays and not be home to be part of my Uno tournament. <laughs> <laughs> How and I, I was like, you? I need 27 people. And I got to 13 and then everyone just started dropping out the closer we got. And I was like, 
okay, <laughs> so maybe it's just this instead. And I got it down to like needing nine people and then more people started dropping out. And I was oh. like, fine, we're just doing one, one two hour block during building against cancer. And that's what it is. And I had all my people and then someone else had to drop out. And I was like, thank goodness I got backup people. <laughs> and now we have our core. We have our core group of Ben and three other people. It'll be great. But uh, that's opposite of what your question was. Um, your question was like, <laughs> the best thing that I think, honestly, the getting non-gaming celebrities on Build Against Cancer last year was my favorite accomplishment. Um, we had Mark Hoppus, we had Rahu Kohli, and we had Robbie Amell play Fall Guys with Ben. Like what a random group of people yeah um but they just meshed so well together and mm. then for among us we had you know we had nine other celebrities that thank goodness for gary witta last year um he was like yeah let me ask so and so and so and so and so and so because they were on animal talking with me and i have all these you know connections because i write plays in in star wars movies and stuff like that yeah. it's just like please please let me use you for all of your connections and <laughs> uh and i think it was just really cool to get a lot of people that normally don't game or aren't known in the purely in the gaming sphere to come in and be a part of stuff that was a lot of fun and something i didn't think that i'd be able to accomplish that was that was really really cool and i i do appreciate you sharing the failed idea because like that's that's the other part of it is that you have to also really be able to watch like you have to watch a great idea you have kind of get dismantled into its parts and then like you're like like and I it's feel like it made a sand it's difficult people just kept pushing the waves up onto it yes. and just kept getting smaller and less looking like a sandcastle but in the end it's still a sandcastle yeah yeah we've we've i've definitely had uh a fair share of those kind of ideas the the big one that we wanted to do this was in 2019 so i think we still had the physical event then but we wanted to try and set up some sort of crowd control robots to like roam the floor and it was like going to be so fun and you'd be able to go to like twitch.tv slash GCX robot one and then like use bits to move them around the floor and oh stuff gosh. like that. Oh yeah. And, but you know, who's got that the time to expensive. Yeah, exactly. That was, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That did sound expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that like, that is when, uh, for me, that's when I learned, the importance of having partners uh, like, you know, w there's some really cool stuff that we've been able to pull off at GCX, but it it's because we've had incredible partners come in and like agree. Oh, this idea is good. You know, just like, like having so many non gaming celebrities show up and play Fall Guys. It's just it just ends up being a group of folks that believe in your idea and then they they show up, which I'm always astonished right when folks show <laughs> good when people show up or mm -hmm. people like respond to an email like it just is the best feeling that you just know you're being acknowledged and one day i will make an uno tournament work out exactly how i imagine but i totally understand this year is against me and also i've never done it before so i kind of went in you know let's jump yeah. in at level 10 <laughs> right at the top. starting a little smaller <laughs> 
those that is uh big ideas <laughs> but yeah you gotta you gotta start you gotta start somewhere with the big ideas i wanna uh, i wanna take a step back from gcx and i wanna talk about uh another sort of shared uh you know, background experience we have is, you know, you, you are no stranger yourself to making content, um, you know, and being a content creator, whether that was, you know, in your photography in the past or, you know, your channel, which I, you know, I believe you still stream on sometimes, right? There's podcast. I have in a few months. Okay. <laughs> things have been going on. I had a talk show that uh, almost, that just hit a year, but, you know, it's been like a month and a half or more since mm -hmm. we've done that show. <laughs> so, you know, life's been busy. <laughs> sure. Um, I, I absolutely understand that as somebody who was still streaming full time at the beginning of this year and, you know, doing all of the things like this is slowly kind of chipped away at my time there. So one day I'm sure I'll be saying the same things to someone else, but the, you know, what kind of value do you feel like just having done that yourself brings into, you know, this experience of being the charity, being the charity director for a live streaming event? Um, I, again, I think it's just being able to, present yourself in a way that people can attach themselves to. Um, I am a super shy, quiet introvert. And you would never know uh, <laughs> unless you put me in a situation that I am not in control of. Um, and that's why I thrived <laughs> at shooting weddings because everyone had to listen to me. Uh, I would never see these people again, usually. And so when take, you know, you're corralling all of the, the wedding guests and you are like all the family members for family pictures and you have 50 people you have to find. I got to, you know, be a little aggressive and a little harsh with my words in order to get people where I needed them to be. And I got to, you know, do the air traffic controller type stuff. And, and it always just felt good. But then one of the relatives would try to talk to me afterwards and I would just like clam up into a ball and be like, I have to go work now. <laughs> I need to go take this picture of these flowers so I don't have to talk to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so I think being able to present yourself with with confidence and and the ability to um to ask for things is mm. is a big thing that uh I still am learning and you know I would say that majority of the time I don't have imposter syndrome when it comes to what I feel like my ability is, but occasionally, occasionally, you know, it creeps in for everybody. Um, but I'm pretty dang confident when I know that if I have an idea and I know somebody can help me with it, that I can go there and be this larger than life, you know, confident, stand tall, kind of person and then as soon as i'm done i can be like okay now i can go curl in a blanket and not talk to anybody for a day <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> uh i definitely understand the uh, curl in a blanket and don't talk to anybody i i wanted to reiterate that when you were describing the scenario where you knew you were never going to see anyone again i was like what a dream a place to right. truly be free <laughs> like, <laughs> like how many very rarely uh, I would get like a couple that I would meet at somebody else's wedding and they're like, you shot so-and-so's wedding and I want you to shoot mine now. And I was like, okay, cool. Mm. Um, but even then, like they were just a guest at that point. They were nobody I was trying to impress. I'm trying to impress my bride and groom and that's it. I don't care about anybody else's opinions in the time. 
Um, so, you know, if random aunt comes up and is like, I want to do pictures like this. And I'd be like, no, you're not paying me. Have a good day. (laughs) (laughs) If you want a picture like that, go talk to the bride and she'll tell me that. (laughs) Oh my God. That's all you stonewalled people. That's, that's cool. And and, and that's what's so crazy is if you, if you know me in, in real life and in person, I'm not that way. I'm, I'm very like reserved and quiet. And I, I would describe myself as a very passive friend. Um, I will disappear for months on end and then just randomly show up and be like, hey, you want to be friends? And people are like, yeah, because I knew that you've always been there. You just, you know, that's who you are. And a lot of my, a lot of my friends really appreciate the fact that I am a very low maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's, it's very... It's very funny. Ben got to see me at a wedding once where I was shooting. And at the end, he's like, I had no clue who you were. Cause you were <laughs> the I know. Oh my gosh. So, so photography definitely uh, prepared you for trying to herd dozens of streamers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would say though that uh, streamers are and and just like content creators, celebrities, all of the like are way harder to herd than you know drunk relatives at a wedding. Um, <laughs> e- even when they go missing, I still can find them way easier than I can get a hold of somebody that's like sleeping or you know time zones. <laughs> time zones are the devil. Um, and we we had that last year with uh, with Rahul Kohli. He was finishing filming something in Canada and he drove overnight back home to California and uh, he wrote down the time zone wrong. And so I like, I, I was contacting him through, um, through email and, you know, trying to stay professional and stuff like that. But it wasn't until I couldn't get a hold of him 10 minutes before that I, I had to jump into the Twitter DMs and be like, yo, hey, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> And he responds, he's like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Am I on video or do I, and I, do I need to put on pants? And I was like, I don't, you're not on video. Just get on, get oh my on, God. on the computer. And he'd only like slept for four hours. And, but it was, just, that was the most frantic that I think that I'd ever been trying to find him. And I felt so bad because he had driven, you know, overnight 12 hours and only got to sleep for four hours. Oh, and then I had to make him go like play video games and perform for an hour. That is, yeah, that's rough. I've definitely, I've definitely had some down to the wire moments during the history of the marathon. Right. <clears throat> Luckily, any of the... because like I'm a huge fan of his, and so I didn't. I wanted to be like, Mister Coley, can you please show up on time? I'm so nervous talking to you. Uh... <laughs> I still get starstruck a lot uh, with with the people that we have met and um, or that know who we are or have a connection to every single time. Like I will never get over the fact that we get to meet the people and work with the people that we do. Um, and I, and I truly think that that's something that I would be really sad if, you know, I got to meet XYZ actor and I was just like, Oh, Hey, and not afterwards being like, Oh my gosh, Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just, I never, I never want to disconnect, I guess, from who Sam Lupo is and was before, you know, streaming and and content creating and stuff like that. I want to be the same person. I think that that's, uh, I think that's really wise. That's really, uh, that's really, really wise to, uh, to make sure that 
literally no one has ever said anything like that to me. I'm like processing it. It's really smart, really? right? Oh. Like. It's something that Ben and I have said from the very beginning. We've told our friends and family, um, you know, if we ever become only Dr. Lupo, Mrs. Dr. Lupo, tell us. Bring us back down to earth, please. Mm. Like, I, the, the life that gaming and content creation has given us is something that we never um, initially went after. It just kind of you know, good choices yeah. and meeting the right people and you being one of them um, for that started out Ben, you know, and his his drive upwards. Um, I at the end of the day, we're still just Ben and Sam. I don't ever want to be anything different than that. I don't want to become this new persona. And and it's so um, it's so hard, I think, to look at certain people and be like, oh, yeah, that's xyz but really they're abc when they're not on camera and they're a completely mm -hmm. different person and that's the person that i really enjoy not the, this persona person and why can't you just be the same person yeah i like the i i completely agree um uh that is something that is something that i have always tried to not lose sight of i mean that's why i um I always wanted to help people. I mean, that's where GCX came from was being like, Hey, want people meet up? And I was like, let's help people. Um, you know, let's raise money for charity. But I, you know, for me, I think, um, that there, there's part of me after like working in the industry for so long that, that has, that doesn't experience that joy anymore. And I think mm -hmm. like you just made me realize that I want it back. So I'm going to go get that back. Um, and get, and get excited and be like super, I want to freak out after I meet a celebrity person, you know, I don't, I, I got, I got so tired, uh, you know, I guess last year, you know, we, we had all these cool people that we've, we've got to work with this year from other charities. Um, we got to work with, uh, uh, Katie Sackov, uh, and she was like so nice and incredible, but I remember, um, it still took like a couple of, of like times working together to really be like, Oh my God. Uh, but I told Amy like the first time she was like, that's incredible. Like she's in the Mandalorian. And I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Right. But I was just so, I was so, you know, tired. And I think, um, you know, that's, yeah, I don't know. Thanks for, uh, thank you for your insight. See, this I, is why. I think even like, <laughs> Uh, even with, with, um, like Jordan, Jordan Fisher, perfect example. Yeah. I consider him a really good friend and, but every single time that he's on TV, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Jordan. I am so proud of him. He's on TV. That's so exciting. And blah, 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 blah. And it'll never, it'll never get old seeing him doing things and, mm. and being able to be like, that's my friend, but also, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that's my friend. Like the first time that I, uh, I met him, he messaged Ben, I think it was at PAX maybe. Um, and Ben was just like, do you know, do you know who Jordan Fisher is? And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Oh, I'm talking to him. I'm like, why? <laughs> and he's like, well, now I have his phone number. He wants to meet up this afternoon. And I was like, stop it. <laughs> and when we, when we met, I just stood there and he's like, hi i'm like hey <laughs> and just 
it, and oh, my favorite. Now I'm thinking of like all the times that I've freaked out in front of people that I've met. Uh, I'm here for the stories. This is great. Right. <laughs> um, Brendan Urie was like, I love Panic at the Disco, and um, and we met him at the uh, pro am. Well, I think like the first bit, not the first big program, program, the second pro am. He was there. And Ben had been talking to him a long time. They had streamed together. And so, like, I've talked to him a few times before that. And, you know, always like, oh, my gosh, Brendan, you commented on my tweet or something like that. <laughs> Super excited. But Ben told him ahead of time, I guess, apparently messaged him. It was just like, hey, Sam is a super huge fan, like, listening since high school. If you can just make her feel special. Oh. I know that she will will love it. And so he he got to like the group of us standing there and hanging out and he was saying hi to everybody and me being the shy introvert, I'm behind literally behind Ben <laughs> and like looking at my phone because I don't want to assume that I get the acknowledgement of of the celebrities, right? I just yeah. don't want to assume that, you know, that that they have to talk to me. Right. Um and all of a sudden, I realized that all these people were moving in front of me. It's because he was pushing them out of the way. And he came over and he said, <laughs> Sam, I'm so excited to finally meet you in person. And he gave me a hug. And I was like, okay. <laughs> 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 like, just, it just straight up almost started crying <laughs> as he was hugging me. <laughs> I, it just, I never, that, that's such a fun and exciting feeling. I never want to get over that. And I have so many of those and you know after you meet them and then you run into them another thing then it's like you don't start crying afterwards but it's still just still exciting that they remember you and they know your name and stuff like that and uh and yeah it's i think that's just it's just fun why would why would you not allow yourself that experience right of just those butterflies and that excitement yeah right you want to be there you want to enjoy it my my favorite moment was meeting big show because oh, I'm never, oh my, oh my God, with him? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, him coming to GCX to do the belts with Bungie was just, I, it was, he's so big. <laughs> right. He sat down for our picture and he's like, I don't think you want me to stand. <laughs> I was like, no. I don't care what you do. <laughs> just, it's like, you're talking to me. I do not care. Like I was a WWF. WWF person five nights a week watching wrestling uh when in like my early teens and I yeah just that was a dream come true when uh Ben was like he's backstage if you want to come back with me because I'm he was going to like talk to one of you guys and everything and I was like eh, it's okay and he's like come on you know that you want to meet him and I'm like okay I do, <laughs> I <really> do. <laughs> <laughs> He's so he he was such a nice guy. Um so back to back to back to serious things. Um <laughs> none of it. Stuff no, <laughs> no, that was great. I, none of it is serious because like, you know, doing doing this doing charity work, right? It's always going to include like a really uh, it's a massive cast of characters, right? Like everybody does charity work regardless of you know what like if you're a musician or if you build homes like everybody does charity together so it's really incredible the people that you get to work with um right and and the ideas that you can come up with 
that only seem to exist because certain people get involved, which is those are my those are my favorite kind of activations, like the big show handing out the titles for the world first. Right. Like it just felt perfect. But you wouldn't want someone you wouldn't want a non WWF because that's when I started to. Um, when they changed uh, it, I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> I was like, "I, I never thought about the pandas, honestly. It was, Sorry, it was stone cold, um, you know." But like him handing the belts out made it feel right, as opposed to you know, like bringing in, I don't know, like a local congressperson or something like that. You'd be like, "What are you, right. <laughs> like, what are you doing here?" So it has to, it has to fit the form. Um, so I guess I. I Speaking of that, since you're taking over as the the charity director for GCX, there are, uh, you know, GCX is a physical event, which means that we get to do things on site um, that are different. What what are you thinking this year about what we might want to what people could see? Because these are all dreams and ideas if we talk about anything that doesn't show up. But, so basically, you know, we're taking our Thursday meetings and we're putting them right now. Okay. And we could we could take we could take some of them. Sure. Um, no, but I think I think that, you know, for, for me, I've always been planning, trying to plan something for the show floor. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. how can we get these people? How can we drive people to the St. Jude booth? Like who can we get to donate? Things like that. And that's been you know, that's been part of what I've been doing the whole time. And you've got a fresh set of ideas uh, for for how we could you know, be approaching things. So I, I guess maybe the the broader question or the, the bigger thing that we could discuss is like. You know, as we've been talking, what are some what are some things this year that we're focusing on at GCX that people might want to be paying attention to? Um, I am excited how we are going to combine the marathon and the physical event together, because it's always been like way beforehand or it ends the day before. And this year we're meshing them a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I am excited to see how that plans out and how we can get people that are at home and people that are at the event unified into something. Um, and without giving away like what our ideas are for the end yeah. of, of the marathon, because I'm super excited. I don't want to jinx it by giving it no. away too early. No, we're not um, going to do that. No, uh, but I'm excited just to see how we can combine the ways that we can have people at home still experience the event in a small way that entices them to have to come to the next one. Not just like, a, oh, that looks cool, but mm. it's, it, it is one of those things that, you know, you're saving up money for and, and you're planning out your vacations around it and stuff like that. Like I am excited to, to combine the two to make that all one giant thing. Um, we have a, a prize pack for building against cancer that is a trip for two, um, fully covered with American Airlines and all the way down to GCX and all the events and stuff like that. And that is the most talked about prize on that prize list. <laughs> and it's Wild. just something that I just was just like, what if could we do this? Like, why, why have we never done this in years past? <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. And uh and a, a lot of the time when you and I are talking about like what incentives can we do to, you know, get more money to St. Jude, I'm excited to see the crazy things that we can come up with that we can get people to have to, uh, 
It's not have to donate. Really want to donate, and so they can they yeah. can get these cool prize packages or items, and and maybe things that are that are outside of just the typical, you know, headset and, and mouse and computer and and stuff like that. And and you know, we love all those too. Okay, but yes. <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited to to see what fun new stuff we can we can do outside of the traditional gaming giveaways it's gonna be it's it's really fun and i think um for for me it's been uh you know because we had the event in tampa and then we moved it to orlando um and you know this is the first year where we're going to get to put we're going to try and put a lot of focus into the local community in orlando to try and get people there to come out and provide them with really cool incentives and things like that so it's going to be a it's going to be special it's going to be really special, and I think that everybody's going to want to to tune in or watch from home. And hopefully, you know, we'll get you some additional camera perspectives on the floor. I will tell you that the robot idea has been in every pitch that I have presented <laughs> to ever any sponsor that's tech related. I'm like, do you would you like a robot? You know what we need to do that would be cheaper, but everyone would still watch. What? Let's put a camera on a puppy dog. That's such a good idea. They're going to be mad if we don't do it. That's great. I'm going to put puppy dog cam. Does Rosen Shingle let us have animals on site? If he's uh, he's staff, he or she. We don't know what kind of camera dog we're getting yet. uh, yet, uh, But, you know, it needs, it it has a staff badge. You know, no, he's our camera person. Yeah. Like, don't. Like, wouldn't that be the cutest thing? You just give him, just put it on his little head around his little neck, and then he can go around and everyone can pet him. And and do you, my, so do you cute. want to know my favorite stream on Twitch right now? Uh, please tell me. It's the otter rescue stream. Oh, what? Do you know about this? I'm about to. <laughs> okay, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, it is pause. Okay, no. Uh, sorry, audio. Um, it is marine mammal rescue, and what it is is literally twenty four seven of otters, I believe, in Canada, that they're just swimming around in their pools. Oh my god! And, and I would totally love to see them take one of their their a little camera and you know play with it under the water or something like that. Why not? <laughs> This is incredible. I'm so. And it has like calm. It's it's like when I'm working, that's what I put up. Um, and yeah, I got there's that. also a shrimp one as well. Shrimp ASMR. That's but shrimps? Like what are the shrimps yeah. doing? They're 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 just in a tank. They're just, oh, just shrimps chilling. in a tank, and there's bubble sounds in the background, and it's just relaxing. Oh my god! Look at that little otter. Right. Oh my god! He's just swimming around. He's he's eating something on his little tummy. Right. What is this? And then, oh like, man! The people that run the stream are just volunteers at the at the rescue center, um, and all of the, obviously all the otters have names, and they talk about their personalities, and they give you facts throughout the whole entire day. Like it's just the greatest thing ever. So why can't we do something like that, but with a puppy? And we do we have like puppy cam. Yeah. And it'd be like GC uh, slash GCX puppy cam or something like that, and people can literally just watch a dog run around. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote puppy cam down. It's, we got to do something. I mean, I'd even I'd give the Marine Mammal Rescue their own block. I think that everyone would. I mean, how could you not? Wouldn't that be a great overnight block? 
Yeah, watch these otters sleep. Oh yeah. my god. And that's this what it is. is good. At night they turn on the, the night vision cameras. So it's all in black and white, but then you just watch them floating around and sleeping. And occasionally they roll around and get out and <sighs> This is a wild this is a wild idea and I'm so on board with this. Do you wanna know my the best part about it is that they're in hot tubs, pools, and beaches category. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. <laughs> that's right. So they they jumped on when the whole, you know, that whole stuff was going on, however mm. long ago that was. It feels like 10 million years ago. Um, and Ben and I were going through and we were just like, what is going on in this category? And we see it. And I was like, no, done. Otters are like my, oh my goodness. wannabe best friend. And I fancy myself an otter a little <laughs> bit. Um, and yeah, best thing ever. So... Heat uh, is fl they're floating next to each other right now. This is over with. We're and just gonna sit here for ten minutes. I'm just gonna narrate how this is. You need to check it out. If, listen, you need to follow Marine Mammal Rescue. Um, holy cow, that was really adorable. Um, so, but like, it's things like that that being like from the live streaming space, like I wouldn't, I don't know if somebody who is coming in from a traditional fundraising perspective would, mm -hmm. would be able to cobble together something like, what if we worked with an animal rescue that's doing a live stream for overnights? Um, and that's, that's kind of, I guess for me, that's why when we were, we were kind of considering people for this, um, we, I really wanted to go to you first. Um, to, because I knew that I know how much my experience in live streaming has helped guide what works and doesn't work or what should fit or things that we should try that are new or unique um, or novel. So so it's it was important to me that when we were finding the right person, that it was someone who knew the live streaming space beyond beyond just Twitch, because that's becomes such a reality now that that you know everybody for the longest time was like we want stuff on twitch but now everybody has you know facebook you have youtube you have everybody even TikTok uh now with their tiltify donation integrations and all this other stuff it, it has to become or the job is necessitated by whatever's the best at grabbing attention at the time mm -hmm. and so it was yeah, that's just more proof um, that that you're that you're you're gonna be. This is gonna be a great year. Um, so going going into 2022, and uh, going into planning um, this whole marathon, what is what are some of the what are you looking forward to the most? Um. Hmm. Maybe that's not First a fair all, question I wanna, because I don't want <laughs> to like come in and, and try to change up the the charity formula, right? Right. I thoroughly believe um, that eventually people are going to do tr put too much attention on themselves and less on the charity, mm. um, and with this like unspoken competition right. between charity events right right you hear it all the time so and so raised x amount of money oh yeah yeah all it's the fun. time it's, it's so uh, fun it's great um, when you don't really want to be uh but i i think that i'm excited to see how i can take something that's already good um and just 
take it a step further. Because I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to come in and, and change it up and be like, hold up, now this is the Sam Lupo show kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I, I still want it to feel like GCX. And because that's, that's, I think the draw of the event is that it is very community focused and it's very, um, feels like a family and everyone feels like they're a part of it. And I know when Ben did Build Against Cancer and does Build Against Cancer, he is mimicking off of what he learned from being part of GCX all these years. Um, and so I think, yeah, it, it's, it might be fun to come in and, and try a couple of new things and make do a little, a little bit of flashy and stuff like that. But in the end, I, I really just want to have it be focused on community. So I think, I guess, the biggest thing that I'm excited for is um, broadening what our scope and definition of the GCX community is. Um, finding new creators, finding new things outside of just gaming, um, and in showing everybody that, uh, that you don't have to be successful by playing video games to fundraise while live streaming in the gaming sphere. Um, Seth Drums was a perfect example of that last year. I mean, oh, I love he Seth. played drums the whole entire time. And he, I mean, he is a character in, a, in of himself. Uh, so that definitely helped a ton. But it, it was just, it's so cool to see, um, to see people like him and like Brick and Nick, that they, when he was part of Building Against Cancer, he had to speed build um, Ben's logo. And at one point he had to drop the whole entire thing because somebody donated enough money. And uh, I'm excited to make sure that we have a lot of diversity in the people that we have coming in. And we have a lot of inclusion of multiple different types of gaming communities too. Like let's get the FPS people. Yeah, for sure. Let's also get like the creative arts people. Let's get uh, cozy games um, and just, you know, find something for everybody. Can we find somebody that can cook that we can mess with them while they're cooking? why not? And then they have to eat it at the end. Like oh. somebody donates enough money, you have to use salt instead of sugar. And like, can, Oh my God. <laughs> can we do something like that? Yes. I think, yes. Why not? Like, <laughs> I think the answer is always yes. Uh, and it's just finding the right people that are there for the right reasons. Um, yeah. a lot of people out there, you know, they just want to kind of put charity on their resume of things that they've that they have been a part of um, because, you know, it is a little shiny glitter in the corner of, mm. of a streaming resume to be say that you've been part of a charity event. Right. Um, but I want to find the people that are there that are passionate and are ready to expand our community. Yeah. Well, that was, this has been an incredible, uh, this has been an incredible time chatting and, and thank you again for, you know, Working with us because we're so we're so excited. Ben accepted the job for me. If you remember oh. on the call. Oh yeah, do <laughs> oh, I do remember that. <laughs> he was like, uh, Kevin was like, we would like to offer you a job, and I was like, oh wow, okay. Uh, and Ben's like, yeah. <laughs> she, she says yes. She says yes. Yeah, it was really that was that was a that was super fun. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what. GCX getting the the full attention for, it's from someone right because it hasn't been you know I haven't been able to give it all the attention that it's needed over the past couple of years and so I'm I'm super excited to see what GCX 2022 is going to look like with somebody 
watching it and guiding it the whole time and really making sure that every piece and every broadcaster that's involved feels welcomed and a huge part of of the community. So um, I will I will leave my comments at that. Is there anything that you would like to share or promote? I can imagine maybe one thing uh, that you'd like to <laughs> promote that might be happening soon that people should watch or tune in or check you out. Yes. <laughs> uh, Build Against Cancer for its fourth year is this coming weekend, December 18th through the 19th from noon central to noon-ish central. Who knows when Ben will finish. Um, <laughs> but this year uh, it's on YouTube youtube.com slash dr lupo uh and you know what we are taking it and scaling it back a little bit and making it like the first couple of years it's mainly going to be ben um doing some minecraft and you guys can mess with him we'll have some friends come on and visit and talk we're gonna be playing a little bit of uno instead of a large uno tournament uh but everything is going to be great and this year we really just wanted to hone in and um it's like you know moving from from one platform to another platform is like moving your business from one city to another yes. you might have some repeat clients and stuff like that st that still follow you but you have to establish yourself in that new city and that's what we're doing this year um we are so close to crossing 10 million dollars raised since 2018 from ben's community and that like brings a tear to my eye to think that I don't know. It's just it, it's crazy because Ben gets a lot of the credit, but honestly, it's literally because of every single person that's donated um, and we haven't forgotten about you. So uh, <laughs> definitely check out YouTube.com slash Dr. Lupo this weekend, 18th through the 19th. Donate if you can. Social support is always welcome as well. If you can't donate. Yeah. Yeah. You better go tune in. That was a great <laughs> elevator pitch. Um, you should absolutely tune in uh, for Build Against Cancer and celebrate alongside Dr. Lupo as he crosses $10 million fundraise for St. Jude, which is astonishing. Um, it's enough money to run the hospital for a few days, um, right? which is just, it's nuts. Uh, it's so exciting. Um, you know, and from, from all of us at GCX, we're really looking forward to putting on an awesome event for you this year. Um, and we hope that you will join us in welcoming Samantha Lupo on our, onto our wonderful team. Thank you so much for watching as usual. If you want to rate or subscribe, that's cool. Uh, but more importantly, if you thought of anybody while you were listening to the podcast today, I'd appreciate it if you shared it with them, because that's what this is all about. Thank you so much. And uh, have a wonderful evening chat, who is usually here but isn't. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. <Okay>, <laughs>